Good morning. It is, uh, let's see here. It's the sixth day of February. We are already six days into this month of February 2023. And uh, I would like to welcome you all to my church. Welcome to my church. Feel free to look around. Give praise and glory. My spirit will be found. Welcome to my church. I'm here every day. Just let me in. Hear the words I have to say. Welcome to my church. Yeah, welcome to my church. Welcome to my church. Come on, come on, just believe in me, I'll catch you when you fall. Let peace in me, yeah, I'll rule your heart. Welcome to my church, for a brand new start. Welcome to my church, yeah, welcome to my church. When two or more gather in my name When you drink from my well Never thirst again oh, yeah. Welcome to my church Welcome to my church yeah. Oh. 
Good morning. It is uh, it is 9.05 Eastern Standard Time, and it is the uh, sixth day. It is Monday. Happy, happy Monday. And uh, this is Paul Jones coming to you live from the studios on Race Road in between Ron's Roost and the Close Steak and Shake. And uh, right now, let's get the heart pumping and do a little foggy do.
And that was Nine Castle Close. As uh, you all know, if you listen to me, I uh, love me some Nine Castle Close. My buddy Patrick Disney, he's also got uh, some uh, really cool new stuff coming out that he's uh, releasing on a solo level, which uh, might play some of that today. Uh, It is uh, February 6th, and uh, happy birthday to our deceased president, Mr. Ronald Reagan. Uh, born uh, this day in 1911. Uh, so uh, that's kind of ironic. Uh, but uh, February 6, 1911, Ronald Reagan was born in Illinois and uh, probably one of the best uh, presidents uh, that uh, I ever had the uh, privilege of uh, witnessing and uh, being able to watch what a gifted man. And as a matter of fact, let's listen to just a little bit of words of wisdom by Ronald Reagan right now. And to every person trapped in tyranny, whether in the Ukraine, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Cuba, or Vietnam, we send our love and support and tell them they are not alone. Our message must be your struggle is our struggle, your dream is our dream, and someday you too will be free. As as Pope John Paul told his beloved Poles, we are blessed by divine heritage. We are children of God and we cannot be slaves. History shows that it is precisely when totalitarian regimes begin to decay from within It is precisely when they feel the first real stirrings of domestic unrest that they seek to reassure their own people of their vast and unchallengeable power through imperialistic expansion or foreign adventure. So the era ahead of us is one that will see grave challenges and be fraught with danger. Yet it's one that I firmly believe will end in the triumph of the civilized world and the supremacy of its beliefs in individual liberty, representative government, and the rule of law under God. And that's why we must now summon all the nations of the world to a crusade for freedom and a global campaign for the rights of the individual. I look at you and I know I'm looking at people who have seen and suffered the full gamut of totalitarian terror Some of you lost friends and loved ones in your struggles. And some of you risk your lives and all your earthly belongings. And you will bear scars for the rest of your life. You are men and women of courage, heroes who have devoted a lifetime to struggle for God's greatest gift, for freedom. And for that, I can only say I'm honored to be here with you today, and I'll be proud to stand by you always. Today, the goals of our foreign policy are the same as they have been for the last four decades. We stand against totalitarianism, particularly imperialist expansionist totalitarianism. We are for democracy and human rights, and we are for a worldwide prosperity that only free economies can give, and the pursuit of human happiness that only political freedom allows. Tyrants tyrannize because that's what they do for a living. But the ungodly force called tyranny still cannot rid the human soul of its freedom no matter how hard it may try. Tyrants can defy the benefits of, or deny the benefits, I should say, of freedom to their peoples, can kill freedom by killing free people. But freedom itself they cannot have. For one thing, people like you won't allow it, nor will that higher being allow it. Our greatest freedom, the freedom to choose right from wrong, cannot be willed away by the tyrants. For God has given all humankind the gift of knowing right from wrong and the responsibility to choose between them. This, my friends, is the essence of freedom, that we follow the biblical admonition, I have set before you life and death, therefore choose life. And that was uh, our beloved uh, Ronald Reagan. What an what a incredibly... Um articulate and uh, amazing man. If you uh, do any studying at all of history, 
Uh, just go look at just the changes that that uh, man was able to do. When you think one person can't do anything, uh, that's uh, what it changes. So this is Paul Jones, Paul Jones Live. I'm just going to be bantering today. Uh, I do want to uh, put our uh, thoughts and prayers out to the people in Turkey and Syria who uh, have gone through a uh, major uh, earthquake over there. And uh, I did... Uh, before I uh, logged in this morning, uh, before I actually uh, got on the air, I reached out to both uh, Ulrich Ellison and uh, Peter Voronov. As you know, uh, Peter uh, escaped Russia and uh, is in Turkey now. I reached out to Peter. I have heard back from him, and uh, Peter is safe and sound. He said that the, uh, the problem was about 300 miles east of where he is at, uh, they are okay, uh, him and his girlfriend. Uh, I have not heard from uh, Ulrich yet, but I hope to. It's not unusual that I won't reach out to him. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time. But uh, So hopefully to God, uh, everybody is fine over there, and those who are affected, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to you. And uh, right now I'm going to play a little Come Together. I'll be back in uh, 3 minutes and 56 seconds. come together before it all falls apart Take a look at your history book The repeat's about the start Inch by inch has become mile by mile Bound by the chains of shame Shackled by the comfort of lifestyle So damn easy to blame our fellow man Politicians know that divided we cannot stand So they keep us fighting while they do the little dirty deeds Next thing you know they redefine what freedom means yeah, it's the perfect storm and we're sitting in the eye We better stand up for each other Cause freedom like justice should be blind Set aside our petty differences And have a little heart to heart We better come together soon Or it falls apart Thank you. 
and that was Come Together. But uh, this is Paul Jones. It is Monday morning. It is 9.20. And uh, again, uh, our thoughts and prayers to the people out in Turkey and Syria. And uh, we're just glad to find out that uh, Peter Voronov is uh, fine and dandy over there. He's uh, reporting back to me that uh, everything uh, was basically uh, 300 uh, miles away from him with the earthquake and uh, so just spinning some uh, music today and a little bit of an update uh, just thought I would share with you guys we got a, a new top five uh, of the bootleggers music group music on Spotify uh, two rocking chairs is in the number one spot love what you do is in the number two spot the new release never let me go the English version is in the number three spot Last Grain Live is in the number four spot, and Save My Soul is uh, right there, pulling it up on the number five spot for us, which we are just very happy about. That song is uh, doing uh, very well and has uh, sustained. And speaking of uh, Never Let Me Go, I'm going to spin the English version this morning. And uh, hopefully uh, for all of you supporting us on Spotify, uh, you've also enjoyed the Spanish version because we released it both in English and Spanish uh, on that Project uh, 2022. And uh, if you've not been to the website, you can go and uh, we've got all kinds of cool stuff listed up there. And one of them being the album cover. Uh, We're uh, framing those and... uh, Uh, Selling uh, 25 of those signed. And this is Never Let Me Go. Get me through the 
darkest of nights when you pull me near you take away all my fear so I'm not alone no I'm not alone don't ever let me And that was the bootleggers number three spot for uh, the past seven days. So just kind of sitting here this morning, looking at my numbers as I do diligently every day, tirelessly, tireless, tirelessly, tirelessly looking at the numbers, making sure that everything is going the way that it should be going. And it is. And I'm just thankful to God for that and uh, for all the good music this morning. I'm just kind of feeling a little thankful and grateful for all the great things that have uh, taken place uh, in uh, our lives and what we've had going on. And speaking of very grateful, this is uh, one that uh, I cannot thank the Lord enough for. And I certainly hope if you are sitting home next to your fireplace, just enjoying the morning that you enjoy this song. It was a little farm town separated by railroad tracks. People from the north side lived off the south side's backs. She lived in a big house with a front porch swing From his little yellow house in the valley He could hear an angel sing Though he could not make out the words she would say The melody filled the valley and he hummed it every day As the years went by, that tune was etched in his mind Prayed to the Lord should sing it to him one day by his side. Mm-hmm. As fate would have it, she broke down on a south side road. She got in his truck and in drove her home. His angel by his side, his mouth dried up and he froze. So he nervously began to hum the tune as he drove. She looked at him with those beautiful eyes. At that moment they both realized Touching the hand of his angel for the very first time It was the first day of the rest of their lives And she sang, dear Lord, hear me now Let me meet the boy Looked at him, gently held his hand. You could hear him hum as his angel sang one last time. Dear Lord, hear me now. 
that was Little Yellow House. And uh, for those of you who do follow us on uh, Spotify, uh, that is now at our number nine spot and uh, followed by J-E-S-U-S. So uh, we're just uh, very blessed. This is Paul Jones. It is uh, Monday morning, 931 Eastern Standard Time on the 6th day of February 2023. Happy birthday to Ronald Reagan who is uh, no longer with us, but uh, I guess we still celebrate birthdays after people die uh, because uh, I guess we just do that. So uh, we got a lot of stuff going on uh, for the bootleggers. We've got a lot of new music coming out. We've got uh, a couple that I will uh, probably play here. I'm going to play one in particular right now. This is uh, for uh, Pastor Snoop Bob, uh, Snoop Bob Neal, uh, who, uh, as you know, has released uh, two under the bootleggers um flag and uh words was his first release uh last year uh followed by say yeah which was a rap song and uh we are getting ready to release this that we're um not real sure what to call this thing i'm calling it kind of a uh dissertation rap or a recitation rap we actually got a good review on it uh from our man andre who uh sent us some kind words on that i'll share with you after i spin it three minutes and 15 seconds this is called the light and here you go this is a uh, pastor snoop bob Light was pleased, the light was pleased, the light was pleased, the light was pleased, the light was pleased. Child played in the light. And he was happy with the light, and the light was with him. The child grew into a young man, and he became strong, and the light was pleased. But he became educated of the world, and by the world, and for the world, so that the world began to glow for him, and soon he didn't need the light. And the light was displeased, and the light began to fade. And he became of the world for it was pleasure Seeking to remain that happy child he was with the light All the world's pleasures he sought out But his days grew dim and his nights were pitch And he stumbled in the darkness and was swallowed up He saw no joy, no peace, no love And he had no patience, kindness, goodness or self-control And he was lost in the blackness around him Many years passed and he was afraid And he grew weaker with each passing year And he became helpless and hopeless One night in the pitch He saw a glimmer What was it, he asked And he walked toward the glimmer And it became brighter The closer he got The brighter the glimmer became And he began to run toward it he could see it glowing and he began to feel the presence and he could smell its beauty and as he grew nearer he could hear it calling his name and he opened his mouth and he could taste its savoring flavor he swallowed it and it flowed through his body like a mighty river and he grew strong and the darkness disappeared and he himself began to glow with the light light was well pleased, and the light opened his arms and welcomed the child back home. And that was The Light by Pastor Snoop Bob. And uh, I have to tell you, uh, we uh, have struggled uh, trying to classify 
this and uh, that song, uh, that dissertation, that recitation uh, to music. And uh, I actually sent it to my guy, Andre, who has, uh, if you've read the reviews of a lot of our music, um, uh, Andre is my reviewer of choice before releasing a song uh, simply because he is uh, very brutal and honest to me. We've uh, kind of, a, I've never met Andre. I have no, uh, um, no tie to him other than uh, I found early in a couple years ago that when he would review our music, he uh, was uh, uh, very to the point and uh, did not really hold back. And uh, he's reviewed probably 20 songs for us. And I have found that uh, he is a true professional, even though I, I think we would have some sort of a, a love affair going on uh, between each other. Uh, if you could say that, uh, we've never, I've never met him. I've never talked to him. I've never uh, done, uh, anything other than send him music for his opinion on, uh, whether it's the mix or whether it's the song itself or whatever. And, uh, he has always been, uh, very honest with me. And sometimes I have to jump in the shower and curl up in a ball, uh, and feel sorry for myself. Uh, but then I listen to what he said. I listen to his words and uh, a lot of times, many times, uh, I've changed mixes. Um, I, he's never attacked any lyric, uh, lyric at all. Uh, it's usually the music or the mixes or something. And I have made some changes. You can only uh, do what you feel is right. Uh, but uh, at any rate, enough about Andre. I did send this uh, to Andre, the light, and uh, I got it back the other day. And uh, I was basically asking Andre, what is this thing? What would you classify it as? And uh, he was very, very, very kind of the impression uh, that it was uh, just very interesting in the, in the mix, uh, uh, eclectic in the, the style, uh, gave me some good pointers on uh, how he would classify it. And he said he thinks... That uh, well, I'll read it to you. Uh, when uh, I asked him of the target target audience appeal, uh, he said uh, it's uh, it's a bit tricky, which I knew, and uh, simply because there are, uh, and these are his words, uh, because uh, there are two very distinct sides to this track: one gospel-inspired hip hop, and the other being '70s-style disco-flavored funk soul, which. Uh, uh, I never really uh, put much, uh, hadn't had that in my mind. And he goes on to say, if I was to pinpoint a specific genre to target, I think Christian hip hop and R&B would be a good start. So that's what we will do when we release the light. Uh, we will then pitch it to those um, playlists, uh, curators uh, on Spotify and other places and uh, see exactly how that does. So uh, the light should release uh, probably the end of February. We've got some other music going to release in February, uh, and I will share some of that. Uh, uh, we have been in the middle of uh, producing uh, uh, what I'm calling uh, a symphony, and uh, we've got uh, 10 parts, and uh, we're going to release part one, which is called Conception. We're going to release that on February 24th, and then the Bootleggers is also going to be releasing uh, some piano solo music. And uh, thank you to Dennis uh, Palatang, uh, who is uh, actually the magical hands on the piano. I have been taking dictation from God diligently for about a month and a half. He's been waking me up with the songs. As you know, that's uh, exactly how all the music that we produce seems to come. And uh, then I pass it over to, uh, to Dennis when I get my rendition of what I was supposed to do. And uh, he takes it from there. Right now, I'm going to go ahead and spin uh, Welcome to Nashville by Clayton Q. It's doing very well for Clayton. And uh, we just uh, hope uh, Clayton's doing very well. I talked to him the other day uh, via text and uh, he's uh, out uh, hustling and, and playing a lot of music. So this is Clayton Cl there you go. Let me uh, get my tongue back in my mouth. Clayton Q, welcome to Nashville. I'll be back in four minutes and 39 seconds.
That was uh, my buddy Clayton Q. Welcome to Nashville. If you listen to the words, uh, you know, I, I think everybody has their own methodology of listening to music. And, you know, some songs you listen to the music and some songs you listen to the words. And uh, that is definitely one that uh, uh, just kind of strikes me uh, when you listen to the words. What a relentless business or um, ruthless business. Uh, the music business can be sometimes, and uh, uh, it's Paul Jones. It is 9.45 Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be with you about a, another 15 minutes or so. Uh, we're going to make some uh, adjustments to the schedule. Uh, we, uh, For the first uh, few months here, we've been uh, uh, 
uh, paying attention to the numbers of when people log in and listen and things. And I'm going to make some uh, adjustments to Paul live uh, as well as uh, Dave Coleman uh, is, uh, as you know, the host of Bridging the Gap. And uh, he has had some really fantastic uh, guest. Uh, he just recently had, uh, uh, David Fulcher on again and, uh, upcoming this week with him. You can listen to all of these things in the app. Uh, you just go to past talks and, um, you can listen to David's shows. You can listen to, uh, my shows, uh, in the app. Uh, last year, David had just a plethora of, uh, great, uh, great, great guests. All of those shows are in the app. The ones uh, from this year uh, are in there. And uh, so far, he has had a special guest uh, in a culture coach, uh, Woody Sherwood. Uh, he has had uh, Matt uh, Petersman, who is a messenger. And uh, uh, if you did not catch that one, catch that. Matt is a, a very gifted and talented young man uh, helping people with their uh, near, uh, near-death experiences. Uh, after his uh, last week's show, uh, David had David Fulcher on, and they were just uh, talking about uh, well, the, the, the title of that show was uh, Start Strong and Finish Stronger. And uh, uh, just, a, uh, just a great guy, Mr. Uh, David Fulcher is, and uh, very, very much fun for us to have on the air. And uh, this, uh, this week on Wednesday, it uh, airs at uh, 9 o'clock on Wednesday, uh, it will be uh, the uh, navigating the options for marital resolution with the family law attorney, uh, Doug Bond. Uh, David just uh, uh, did another uh, interview with uh, Lenny David uh, last night, and uh, so that will be airing uh, the following Wednesday. We're doing his on Wednesdays, and so you're going to want to catch that. And uh, speaking of Dave Coleman, he sent me something interesting this morning that I do want to go ahead and touch upon. Uh, speaking of uh, welcome to uh, Nashville, uh, just Clayton's uh, rendition or his version of really how tough it is to make it in this world for all of us, and you got to hang in there, and you just got to uh, claw down and David sent me a uh, article about uh, millennials not to pick on millennials but uh, he sent me an article and I'm sitting here staring at uh, this thing on Fox News and according to them uh, there's a poll out that 63% of young adults are exhausted from adulthood <laughs> And I, I don't know what that means. Uh, so they are classifying these as people born between 1981 and 1996. And uh, that they're coming under fire after several recent polls appear to point out the flaws within the generation's work ethic. Now, how often do we walk around and say this generation that and this generation this? But, you know, to a certain degree, I think we can all agree that we do have somewhat of a problem. We have uh, more uh, more young people in their you know teen, late late teens, early twenties, uh, even into their thirties that are uh, relying. And this story on Fox says uh, they're basically relying on um, their parents to pay their bills uh, to the tune of thirty five percent are relying on their parents to pay. Their bills. So if you are a parent experiencing that, which um, I know many that are, uh, I personally am uh, pretty daggone blessed that my, I think my children were kind of on the, the cusp of that. Uh, although uh, uh, being in the business that I was in when they were young, uh, they certainly watched me go and work and scrape my pennies together. But I'm going to play this. I'm going to see if I can get this video to play uh, before I head out of here this morning uh, from Fox. So I'm going to click play. Let's see exactly what uh, the big Sunday show had to say about uh, the headline is burned out. 63% of young adults are exhausted from adulthood. Now at 58, I can tell you I am pretty damn tired of adulthood, but I'm 58. I'm not 28. So let's see if we can punch this up here real quick. See if I can get some audio on this thing and uh, see what it has to say here. So I'm going to 
punch it up and see what takes place. So let's see what happens here. Uh, it looks like it's going to play me a commercial, which I really don't want, but... Uh, Welcome back to the Big Sunday Show. Mooching millennials getting their parents to pay their bills according to Fortune. Adults in their 20s to 30s are turning to mom and dad for financial assistance as adulting becomes too hard. David, 35% admit parents are paying their bills. Is this what happens when the everyone gets a trophy generation has to grow up into adulthood and actually, I don't know, be an adult? Let me twist. Now, here's something a little funny. I'm going to just jump in here. Uh, he said everyone gets a trophy generation. Now, if you guys, uh, anybody remembers a show that we did, I have talked many times of uh, coaching Say Soccer, these young kids of this age group of this time frame, and that was one of the things when I stood up and screamed about it, that uh, everybody's getting a trophy and all that, we are walking into some problems. And uh, there you go. He said my words. I'm going to continue. who believe in and promote this idea that everyone gets a trophy don't raise their children correctly with the right set of values and in defense of what I believe anecdotally is the majority of the country outside of the wings in these moochin millennials there are many young people in this country who are entrepreneurs working to get ahead in their lives problem is this is a growing group of people from universities a lot of them with higher education who spend a lot of money get into debt and don't move on with their lives lives. So I blame both the parents and the children. And look, it's time to get out of the house. The best anti-poverty program is a job. Your parents won't be around forever. And majority of parents in this country are not leaving their kids millions of dollars to go out and live on their own. Tammy, if you thought that number was ridiculous, look at this one. 63% of Gen <laughs> Z and millennials yeah. feel burnout. This one gets me really fired up because <laughs> hear me out on this. I got a job where I got to get up in the middle of the night. I have a long commute. I'm raising two yeah. kids. I sleep between three and four hours yeah. a night. What does a Gen Z or who's working a nine to five have to be stressed out about? Avocado toast? Yeah, it's, it's not It's being stressed out that you have to be somewhere at a certain time that you can't leave in the middle of the day for your yoga, which is probably free in the park, that you've got that something's expected of you. That this is about values. It's about a standard framework about what matters. And I think that we're, we're looking at coastal issues. It's throughout the country. But you're looking at there's some, these are the weird problems we face in blue cities and blue states that seem to have raised. It's the previous generation got into that, this generation now. And when it comes right down to it, when people have to really deliver, uh, they clearly aren't going to be able to. Now, Lisa, you'll notice that I'm coming to you last. <laughs> it's because you yourself I'm scared. are one of these millennials. She not works, one of those millennials. You are the age group. Okay, what thank say you. you. Point of clarification. Human highlighter, Lisa Booth. <laughs> <laughs> it's camouflage. No one go. can see there me. We well, you know, here's the thing. This actually really bothers me because it's so disrespectful to the parents. You know, if you're a, a millennial, your parents are trying to retire and you're taking mm -hmm. their money... Like, go out and get a job. It just really, it's just so disrespectful. And then also, but I have a game plan. Okay. When I have kids, I'm going to make them really tough. And then they're going to go on to be, like, the president or CEOs if they don't get canceled first. But, um, yeah, we're, like, you know, locked away for being conservatives. But, yeah, I'm going to make them tough. And then they're going to go out and kill it because everyone else is so weak. That's such an important yes. point. For the Thank people you. that showed up even, say, during COVID and went to work when others sat at home and got a check, they're now the bosses. So guess what, kids? While you sit at home in mommy and daddy's basement playing whatever game and pretending you're the victim, your friend who graduated with you is going to be your boss. How does that feel? At least I just have a quick question. <laughs> Do you know how to jumpstart a car? Yeah. Well, I, okay. Well, according to these stats... <laughs> Adulting do. tasks that millennials See, and Gen Z's don't know how to close. do. 63% can't on. do an oil change. 48% can't change a tire. 46% can't tie a tie. 42% can't jumpstart a car. 41%. I can sew. Yeah. I can sew, okay. Todd. But, but let me just say, yeah. they changed the cars. <laughs> where there's a Thank lot you, Tammy. you can't do. Okay. See, I mean, Tammy, I you see those You're, cars Tammy's up. coming in, and saving the day. The car stuff. But do you know a single male who doesn't know how to tie a tie? Because that one stood out to me. I, I find that ridiculous. It's on YouTube. Come on, you're millennials. It's on YouTube. Watch the video. 
do it. I just want to say one thing that I've been trying to say. Haven't had an opportunity the entire time I've been at Fox. Okay? This goes for uh -oh. Three. Oh, yeah. Ready? Todd, don't get yourself fired, my friend. Gen Xers. We're told you're the slacker generation. When you want to know something, America, Gen Xers are holding this country together. We're putting in all the work. We're raising the kids. We're also raising our parents. We're getting old. That's it. That's all I How interesting is that, actually? You know, if you think about it, uh, you know, that uh, here, here we have 63% uh, of uh, these people, uh, so-called millennials, that are saying that they're uh, exhausted uh, from adulting. Uh, now, one thing that I will take exception with uh, from what they were saying in that news clip that I just played is uh, they were they were blaming, uh, they were more or less trying to point some blame to the kids. And I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I just honestly cannot, in my heart, find it to actually blame uh, the young people. Uh, you have to put the entire blame on the parents who have allowed that. So I know I got a little bit off on uh, this little tangent before uh, getting out of here this morning. I've got a few minutes left, but uh, uh, we do have a sincere and uh, very large uh, problem when you think about it, that uh, you've got 36% uh, of uh, people that fall under that category living uh, uh, in their in their parents' homes, things like that. It's kind of a catch-22. What are you supposed to do? Um, you know, uh, it's very hard for a parent to just boot their uh, child. But one thing that stood out to me as I read the article, um, and you can go and uh, find that article, but uh, so like I said, David Coleman sent it to me, is... Um, these uh, people, again, I, I really hate to use the word millennial, uh, but they are bitching and complaining about the cost of living. That is one of their excuses of not being able to get out, and yet they're bitching and complaining about the cost of living. Yet they are the very ones that were on these college campuses uh, that were screaming for their free college uh, they're free health care, they're free this, they're free that, they're free phones, free phones for everybody. And if you are of that age group listening and have not uh, uh, logged out by now after somewhat of a, a slam, um, I will just tell you this, you are uh, definitely uh, the problem there. Your parents are the reason you are uh, the way you are. Uh, for allowing you to go to these schools that indoctrinated you this way. But uh, as you sit there, uh, it's really a shame because they did touch on it that, uh, you know, the kids that uh, were uh, raised a little bit tougher, a little bit harsher uh, to go out and get their own definitely are going to be your bosses. I remember being at uh, uh, La Rosa's one day with my, my children, uh, with Alex and Mackenzie, uh, this was, uh, years and years ago. I think they were, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten uh, years old, something like that. And I remember looking around, uh, La Rosa's and seeing all the, all the kids with, uh, you know, their, their pink hair and their, uh, that was back, uh, when the gauging and things started coming about and, uh, things of that nature. And I remember looking at my, my kids and saying, uh, you are going to be winners because, uh, you know, we're not going to allow you to, uh, to, uh, be, uh, anything less. And they, they really have, I'm very proud of all three of my kids. And, uh, but that is the truth guys. If you're sitting in your, uh, parents' basement playing video games, thinking you're being productive or feeling sorry for yourself, uh, time is just a wasting, uh, especially if you're in your, uh, mid, uh, 25 to to 30 there's only so much time left and that is a that is a fact and uh with that being said i am going to play something here's what i suggest go find something that you love and turn it into monetization somehow easier said than done i know because i'm living it myself right now but find something that you love and uh, go out and do it and make uh, some uh, a little bit of money and be able to support yourselves uh, as best as you possibly can. 
sometimes that means you're going to, uh, well, not sometimes, all the time. It means you're going to have to start right at the bottom, pick up the dog shit in the yard, and, uh, you know, you're just going to have to suck it up and uh, go and do it. But if you love what you do, you will never, ever work a day in your life. Truly, I do believe that. And we wrote that uh, myself and Ulrich Ellison. Again, my prayers go out to Ulrich. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play Love What You Do. Then I'm going to turn it back on the autopilot. And this has been my time on this Monday. Uh, happy birthday to Ronald Reagan, uh, February 6th, uh, 2023. It is now 10.01 a.m., Eastern Standard Time. I have been Paul Jones, and I will re-air this today at 3 and again at 8. And uh, I will see you later in the week. Here you go. Love what you do. After 30 years of 9 to 5, I watched it drain my daddy's soul. I knew by the time I was 5, I wasn't going to be as kind of old. My daddy always told me, son, go to school, learn all you can. Cause someday you're gonna grow a boy. And this I hope you understand me. Oh, yeah. You can work with your mind, son. You can work. I'll be proud